0: Hello, and welcome to Washday Talks. Here we talk about realistic, respective, and authentic content. We speak about insightful and interesting things. Stay tuned, and thank you for clicking on this podcast. Hey, y'all. It is the fifth episode of Washday Talks, and today we're going to talk about being a go-getter basically why you should chase your bag. So the phrase chase your bag is normally associated with money, getting rich, but chasing your bag isn't always financial. It can also be chase your bag in terms of emotional development, chase your bag in terms of health, chase your bag in terms of relationships, chase your bag in terms of confidence, how you view yourself, how you carry yourself. Chasing your bag to me is just getting the things that you've always dreamed of getting or the things you know you deserve and areas that you need to work on in your life. I don't agree with chasing your bag because normally people go after money mindlessly and they end up jeopardising their health, their safety, their own moral principles and values, their family, their relationships, all in the name of money. The love of money is not going to take you anywhere. You see all these people saying, oh yeah, yeah, chase your bag. You don't have to care about anybody else. It's just a bag. Chase your bag. That's, very, that's a very silly mentality, sorry. Because at the end of the day, you want to be a rich person with no family, no friends, nothing other than the money you have. We all know about Ebenezer Scrooge. You know, a Christmas carol. The guy had money. He didn't have happiness. The thing is, there are a lot of things that people who are rich can't buy. And it's better to work on these things whilst chasing your bag. But be wise about it. If you see that a certain friendship is getting in the way of you bettering yourself, of course, get rid of the friendship. We're not saying that just because you want to be rich, you need to cut off everybody who's standing in your way. That's not how life works. And you end up being a very sad person. Because money can't give you happiness, unfortunately. It's not fleeting. I heard this from somebody. They said, happiness is a reaction. Joy is a lifestyle. And whilst money might get you happiness, joy is not going to come through materialistic things. It's something cultivated. It's a personal decision. Anyways, why should you chase your bag? Number one, this is your life. No one is going to live it for you. If you're waiting here for somebody to come and tell you your life purpose so you can embark on some long mission like they do in the animes and all of that rubbish, that's not happening. It's your life. You have to make decisions. You have to go through with it. You have to live your life. And that's how it goes. Stop thinking somebody's going to come and direct you in the past. That was me. I was waiting. I'd be praying, God, show me what I'm supposed to do in my life. I'd be like to my mum, Mum, what should I do with my life? I was confused. I was so confused until one day I just thought, listen, Stop thinking someone is going to magically push you in a path. Go into life, of course, pray about it, consult advice, take advice from other people. But know that, listen, the court, the ball is in your court and you have to make decisions. These decisions might seem bad at first. They might seem right. They might seem wrong. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from the ramifications of decisions you made. That's how it goes. Nobody's going to live it for you. You have to make decisions. Just because you were born in an area with high poverty rates or with struggle, with challenges, it doesn't mean you have to stay that way. People who think that they were born into a really disadvantaged background and who believe that that's where they're supposed to be are people who will not succeed. Even if you are born into unfortunate circumstances, it doesn't mean you have to stay there and you will have opportunities. Even if you don't have opportunities, even if you don't see opportunities to get out, make the opportunities. This links back to no one's going to live your life for you. Stop thinking that opportunities will just come. Some people, they have to make the opportunities or they have to search for the opportunities. Being a go-getter means that even when you don't see a door, you make one, you dig a hole, okay? You don't see a door, you break down the wall. and <laughs> No, but you get the gist of what I'm trying to say. Sometimes you have to take matters into your own hands. There's this saying, I'm paraphrasing, but it's like, it's not your fault for being born poor, but it's your fault for dying poor, if that makes sense. We could use this to different things. Like, it's not your fault for being born, what else? being born and I don't know okay you get the gist though sometimes we can't control different circumstances we're put into but we can control how we react in those circumstances and we can control whether or not we get out I'm not saying it's like oh you were born with this trial this thing that you need to overcome you can definitely get out and if you don't get out it's your fault I'm talking more about our outlook on different things you know, might have been born or went to a very low achieving school, but you can still put in the effort to achieve high and become an anomaly in the system. People thought you can't amount to anything, but you can choose to amount to something in that sense. You might not always break the barriers you were put in, but you can change how you view these barriers and whether or not they will be barriers or merely just stepping stones to your success. Okay. So like I said, I don't really fully agree with that quote, but I do think you have a chance to change your circumstances. But I also think that the meritocracy is a myth. And this is, I want to make a podcast episode on this, that idea that, listen, we all, we all got the same 24 hours in the, in a day. We all got the same choices. Why are you wasting your time? I was born here, but I still made 1 million in this, this, this. We're not all the same people. People face different barriers. There's structural racism, there's sexism. There are also classism. There are so many things that hold people back from achieving and to say that listen we all go to school we all have access to education we all have the same routes to success if you work hard you'll get you'll get successful that's not true for everyone because there are different barriers and different things holding people back meritocracy is a myth that society has placed in front of us to justify the few that win and justify the poor living standards of those who don't okay so I'm going to say meritocracy is the way it is what society is built on. But I'm saying that there are different opportunities and different ways you can succeed. You might have to work five times harder than the person next to you, yeah? And that may not be fair, but it's still a way out of whatever you're in, okay? So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that you can also change your outlook to the barriers that you face and you can also work hard. But I'm not saying that if you work hard, you'll always succeed. People may put you down, yeah? but it's your choice whether or not to accept their words. That's a big thing. Just because your teacher told you in year 12 that Oxford is not a place for people like you, that doesn't mean that you have to believe what they say. People chat rubbish and no one knows everything. You know yourself better than everyone around you. So you know what you're capable of and you can still push your limits and break past your expectations. What people say can can mean nothing, okay? Once you start realising that you can control how people make you feel, it's, it changes your outlook on life. They can chat rubbish to you, but you determine whether or not that rubbish is going to stay in your head. Remember, you're your biggest fan. Don't wait for external support because you won't always get it. Even if you're working at an A-star grade, people might not even tell you you're working at an A-star grade. Always try to improve. I've come across this sometimes where you feel like you're trying your hardest and people always find something to critique always find something to say you can take their criticism and work on it and try and do better but also remember that you won't always get support so don't be seeking it don't come somewhere wishing to be praised wishing to be told you're amazing you yourself might know you're amazing but other people won't say it and that doesn't change the fact that you're amazing it links back to you being your biggest fan and you having the choice of whether people's words will get to you it's all in your mind you can choose What will stay with you? You can choose what you'll throw away. And once you start to realise that you actually have the power over what people say to you, it will will change the way you view that, okay? You can also be an inspiration to others. This is why you should be a go-getter because you've come from, let's say this is, you might even not come from a disadvantaged background, but you might just be an average person and you say, okay, I want to change the world. I don't want to die and not have shaped, reshaped the way the world is. And this can lead you to being an inspiration in others. When you're reading textbooks, history textbooks, look at the people they talk about and think my name will be in here with the next generations to come. Even if that's just, you don't want to, You don't wanna be someone who's praised by everyone, but you just wanna be remembered for something good in history. You wanna change the world. You might not even be remembered, but be an inspiration. Once you start choosing to really take control of your life and telling yourself that, listen, I'm gonna succeed, you end up becoming an inspiration to other people. And we also need to remember that being an inspiration to someone doesn't mean you have a large following, doesn't mean you have a million followers. There are people with 100 followers, 50 followers, who are inspiring so many people. You may just inspire 50 people, you're still an inspiration and you've still gone down in history in someone's mind. Just because society as a whole doesn't recognise you as someone great, you may have changed someone's life. For example, you might just help one person while they're struggling and they will remember you throughout their whole life as someone who has helped people, who's been an inspiration. You don't always have to be famous to be an inspiration to people. And also remember self-development is a natural process, but you can still speed it up by exposing yourself to different scenarios, by getting outside of your comfort zone and having something you want to work towards. So the comfort zone is a very dangerous thing because once you're comfortable, you don't feel the need to change and strive for greatness. Before I moved out of the town I was the city I was living in, I felt like I was in my comfort zone. I was around people I connected with. I just felt like cool, everything, vibing. Once I moved out, it was a big shock and it really exposed some things that I knew I had to work on in my character, I realised that there were different things about me that because I was so comfortable back where I used to live, I didn't realise until I left and was put in a different situation. And I realised you have a lot of things you need to work on. So by exposing yourself to different situations, you learn different things about yourself and you give yourself different things to improve on. No one is ever done with improvement. We're always developing as we progress through life because we're always experiencing new things. But if you, you can speed up this self-development by purposely pushing yourself into things you haven't experienced before and always have something you want to work towards even if it's just a small goal like okay I know that I get an essay every week for homework I want to move up to the next grade in these essays that's a goal that goal might just last one week because you know you get an essay every week but always have something that you want to work towards because when you've always got something that you're pushing yourself towards you're not going to be chilly and be lazy when I was talking to my friend about this when I have days where I take a day off my brain is always going around with different things I can do. A break day, a day of relaxation is never really a day of relaxation because there's always something in my head going on. Of What can I do? How can I move towards this next goal? I'm still resting. I'm still chilling. But there's something that I'm working towards that even when I'm chillaxing, when I'm resting, it's still there in the back of my mind. And that's what keeps you focusing, keeps you driven to succeed because this thing that you're working towards is something that's been there for time. Or something that you've placed there and you know that I want to accomplish this. And when you accomplish something that you put your mind towards, it motivates you to do more. I also think that being principled and organised in your endeavours towards success and always knowing that every situation can bring you something new will really help you on this journey of chasing your bag. So remember, be principled. Have certain things that you do and don't do. For me, one thing that I will do is... No, let me try and think of something I'll do lists yes principled in terms of being principled i I like to have lists and being organized i write down everything i need to do and deadlines i don't play with my deadlines and i don't miss deadlines that's me and if i'm going to miss that this thing i don't even miss deadlines but if in my heart i feel like hmm i've got a lot on my plate she wants me to do this in two weeks i would tell her right there and then sorry i don't think i can do it in two weeks can i have four i'd rather ask for an extension before i miss it don't ask for extensions after you've missed the deadline because you're looking silly try and calculate okay can i actually do this before the deadline even if it's one day before ask for the extension ask for help that's what i feel like being principled and knowing your strengths knowing your weaknesses being organised, having lists, and knowing when and when not you can get things done, it really helps you to when you're striving for something or trying to go for it in life. Because once you become more aware of what you can actually do, you become more aware of the different situations you can take on and the different things you need to get better in. For example, when I realised I was struggling with writing essays in the time I was given, I said, OK, I'm going to stop typing up essays on my laptop and start writing them by hand and timing myself. Because in the exam, I'm not using the laptop." I'm using my hand, so I have to work with my hand. That's an example of me being organised and principled because I would always monitor certain things, keep them on my lists, take note of things. And when I come back to reflect on what I've looked at, I realised that there were some things I needed to get better at. And these really help you because if you become more self-aware, it's better for improvement because if you're aware of your shortcomings, you know where you need to improve. Also, don't be afraid of correction or mistakes. This is a big thing. It happens with a lot of people and people are correcting you. Then you want to say that they're haters just because they said, oh, okay, I like your... You start a skincare brand. I like your skincare products, but they smell a bit like eggs and I don't like that. Then you want to come and say this person is a hater. They're hating on me. They're not supporting me. No, they're just giving you that honest opinion. Be someone who is approachable and someone who people feel they can give their honest feedback to. I saw this on a blog and I think it was a James Clear blog and he said that when you're asking people for feedback people normally feel a bit apprehensive so what you should normally do is ask them can you rate me on a scale of one to ten and no one will ever give you ten especially if like people won't really give you ten unless they're being fake so even if they give you nine ask them what can I do to improve and that's a kind of nice way to kind of get people into giving you feedback in a way that's not really obtrusive and straight up always ask for feedback always ask for ways to improve because you are never the best you you can be you will always be working towards the best you you can be and there are so many things you can change so don't be afraid of correction or mistakes and surround yourself with people who really call you out on things I've said this before but I have a friend that if I do something she doesn't like she tells me and she tells me in a very like respectful nice way she'll be like listen you did this I didn't like it and she was showing me bits of myself that I didn't know that were things I needed to work on but because she's able to tell me when I've made a mistake or done something that's offensive or rude it really helps me to become better a better version of myself and remember it's never hopeless until you make it hopeless it links back to you knowing you being able to decide whether or not people's words have an effect on you nothing is ever hopeless nothing is ever impossible nothing is ever over until you make the decision that that is what it will be so when people tell you this situation is hopeless you can never move forward you can never get past this you need to remember that as long as in your head you keep pushing forward towards something, you'll be able to keep pushing forward towards something. It's a battle of the mind. Physically, you may not be able to do it, but mentally, that's where it all lies. Once you change your mindset, you start changing your approach to different things. So this is why I think we should all be go-getters. These are the little characteristics of what I believe go-getters would do, how they would approach certain situations and how they would view the world. Being a go-getter is important because it helps you to live your life. You understand live your life if you are a go-getter and strive for success you are living your life and you are not wasting it don't let the circumstances you are put in determine where you end up at the end okay born poor you're not going to die poor born disadvantaged you're not going to die disadvantaged okay remember that you have a choice there are steps you can take yes this is not a meritocracy yes it's never fully equal you know that but that doesn't mean you still can't work your hardest. And success is a different thing for everyone. Success is not a big mansion. Success is not always a lot of money. Success could just be doing what you love, changing people's lives, impacting people and making a change in your society, in your family, even in your small friendship group. Success is different for everyone, okay? So be a go-getter, Make sure you chase your bag. Like we said, chasing your bag can be so many different things, but don't let negativity stop you and don't let what you're put into prevent you from progressing throughout life. Anyway, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page at Talks on Instagram. And for more daily inspiration, check out my blog, poetryaura.blogspot.com. Thanks so much for listening and stay blessed. oh, 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 oh